It's Tuesday, December 6, 2016. I feel like I got my feature back. Victory and a temporary reprieve for Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and Dakota Access Pipeline fight. 20% of U.S. oil and gas reserves and also coal reserves sit underneath tribal land. Trump advisors suggest privatizing oil-rich Native American lands. ExxonMobil's CEO could be the next U.S. Secretary of State. Extreme rainfall events projected to increase five-fold in the United States. Plus, the cost of cleaning up the Fukushima nuclear power plant disaster has doubled. All of those victories, costs, and disasters straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment. And because we love fossil fuels, the fact is the pipe has to go somewhere. I mean, what are we going to do? Just not use oil? Come on, that's just possible. And uh... possible, but in these United States, highly unlikely. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, amidst terrible news and a terrible season, some actually very good news over the weekend, if only for now. Yes, that's right. The Standing Rock Sioux Tribe of North Dakota is celebrating. It's a temporary reprieve in their ongoing fight to stop the Dakota Access Pipeline. This after the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers on Sunday rejected a key construction permit for the pipeline's route under the Missouri River, saying it will seek an alternate route for the project. That could take months. Standing Rock Sioux Chairman Dave Archambault on Monday thanked the Obama administration and said non-Sioux protesters can go home for now, until after after the inauguration of Donald Trump, tribal member Chase Iron Eyes, founder of the Indigenous Environment Network, said they know the fight isn't over. This isn't the end of the fight for clean water. This isn't the end of the fight for constitutional, civil and human rights. This is the beginning of that fight. Stay vigilant. We do not quit. We do not stop. This was a huge victory coming after months of protests and hardship. Uh, by the water protectors up there in North Dakota, facing off against the private security companies and law enforcement who were just brutal to them at times, even while the corporate mainstream media paid no attention to what was going on. So congratulations to the uh, to the Standing Rock Sioux up there in North Dakota. We'll see how long the good news lasts, however. It may not last that long. Pipeline owner Energy Transfer Partners blasted the decision as purely political and says it expects to complete the pipeline without rerouting. Of course. Donald Trump explicitly supports the pipeline and has personal financial investments in companies that back the project. It is possible for a new administration to attempt to reverse the Army Corps' decision, but the tribe's attorneys have vowed to tie it up in court. Keep up the fight, water protectors. Meanwhile, Reuters reports on Monday that advisors on Trump's transition team focused on Native American issues have floated the idea of privatizing tribal resources in order to reduce federal environmental regulations on fossil fuel production. Mm. But wait, it gets even worse. The Wall Street Journal confirmed on Monday that the current CEO of ExxonMobil, Rex Tillerson, is under consideration for Secretary of State, despite his lack of diplomatic experience and despite his personal financial stake in Exxon's operations in more than 50 countries. 
and despite the fact that several states are now investigating ExxonMobil for lying to the public and investors for decades about its own scientific research confirming climate change. Because they knew about climate change and they spent millions with climate change deniers trying to hoax the public. As it turns out, I guess it's just not that hard to hoax this public. Speaking of climate change, a new study projects that extreme rainfall events like the kind that caused record flooding in Louisiana and Houston earlier this year will occur five times more often in the U.S. Gulf Coast states, along the Atlantic coast, and in the southwest by the end of the century. That's according to a new study by the National Center for Climate Research. The researchers project a 180 percent increase in these types of downpours across the U.S. by 2100. Science is so several weeks ago. In other news, in Japan at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant, officials have now doubled the projected cost of cleaning up and decommissioning the devastated plant, estimating it will now cost Japanese taxpayers upwards of $200 billion and could take 40 years. Until then, the plant's three melted nuclear reactors still require tons of seawater every single day to prevent another nuclear disaster. Finally, a bit more good news. Four major cities, Paris, Madrid, Athens, and Mexico City have agreed to phase out diesel engines within city limits within 10 years to reduce toxic air pollution. And the state of Texas last week broke its own record for wind energy production. The second time in less than two weeks, it supplied nearly half of the state's electricity at the time. Breaking wind in Texas. I knew they were good at something down there in your (laughs) home state. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind.